Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah, Taryn's back to give you deeds again. He's digging deep on Survivor to find you everything you need. So if your life is packed, let Taryn and his friends break down the episode beyond what the casual sees. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Survivor Stockwatch Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Armstrong, and with me today is Maggie. How are you doing, Maggie? Hi, Taryn. Hi, everybody. You know, I'm good. I came onto this podcast before we began and I was like, Taryn, I don't know if I'm as qualified to be here for Survivor as I am for Big Brother. Like, Big Brother, I know every single minute little detail. And I think that's part of my viewing experience of Survivor and why I get less into it is because we don't have every single minute detail. We just have an hour of edited television that goes down to, what, 43 minutes? Uh, so I'm going to do my best with what we got here, uh, but I'm excited to be here, excited to be talking with you, excited to be back. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's, you know, this is the, this is a podcast where we rate the players based on how well we think they're doing in the game. We also talk a little bit about the strategy of what went down. Uh, and it's, it's, it is, a, it's a very serious podcast. You need to be qualified. You need to have taken at least, uh, four years of survivor, um, uh, college exactly you know i i might have flunked out of survivor college you know it's so crazy because i think what 43 seasons of survivor i think i've seen like 36 
of the 43 seasons. And I still feel like I'm like, oh, I'm not I'm not qualified. You know, I, I'm missing those those seven seasons and it's just mm. not 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 right. You know, I finally watched uh, Cochran's winning season and I was uh. like, I get the hype. I get why everybody talks about him. What a fantastic television character. I was like, I've, I've been missing out this whole time. People were like, you can skip that season. You know, it's in the dark ages of Survivor. Au contraire. That was a great season of Survivor. I loved it. If you're one of those people who hasn't watched, what is it, 26? You haven't watched Survivor 26. I say do it. Do it. Go ahead. Worth your time. Mm-hmm. All of them are worth your time. You shouldn't skip any seasons. Well, I'm working my way. I'm working, you know. Did you watch seasons? Did you do that? Like, oh, I'll just skip this one because people say it's not great. Or did you like, how did you miss six seasons? My viewing schedule is kind of bizarre. I watched one through 20 in order, like completely full completionist into it. Um, then I tried to watch Nicaragua three separate times and I could not, I just couldn't get through it. It was so painful. And then I started skipping around and I watched Cagayan and then I watched Millennials Gen X. I watched Survivor Philippines, which is a top three season for me. Um, and, and I started skipping around and then my roommate at that point had gotten into it and I gave him, you know, Shannon's full breakdown of what you Mm. should watch. And that's how he started watching. And then he honestly maybe is more qualified to be on this podcast than I am. Hello, Lincoln. He listens every single week. He'll be listening to this one. Uh, and he then has started to get me. He, he was the reason I watched season 26 because he was like, come on, we got to get through it. Let's do it. Let's watch it. So that's my story with Survivor. There you go. Well, uh, as we said, I, we'll be ranking the players or rating the players, I should say, uh, from one to 10 based on how well we think they're doing in the game. Uh, and of course, it's very difficult to know how well people are doing in this game of Survivor because uh, we're watching an edited show and mm-hmm. uh, the edit only shows us so much. Uh, and also, we have barely any idea what we're talking about. Uh, so please take <laughs> it very seriously. And uh, let's get into it. Let's talk about the episode. Um, it's the merge episode. Kind of the mergatory episode. Thank God for this episode, because I'm not going to lie. What a snooze fest the past month has been. I was like, when Sam asked me if I would be wanting to do this podcast, I was like, yeah, but fair warning. I don't like this season at all. I think it's so boring. And then we got this great episode and I'm back in, baby. I'm ready to go. I feel like this is going to be a great post merge. Like Rob said, we were hitting the top of the roller coaster and we're about to go Uh, on a fun ride, I think. There you go. Uh, I thought, yeah, I thought this was a a pretty, pretty fun one. My only complaint about this episode is that it just um, it's actually I just saw the movie Smile um, and it was like it was a good movie, but it didn't do anything new. Right. It was very predictable, Mm -hmm. but it was very well done. That's how I felt about the merge episode of Survivor this season, uh, that it was just like, yeah, you really forecast exactly what was going to happen the second you put Ellie on screen saying, I feel like I'm in control of everything right now. Uh, and uh, and then, yeah, then it, that happened. <laughs> it was going to be it was going to be Ellie. It was always going to be Ellie. Um, nothing new or surprising, uh, but it was a fun ride to be. 
Yeah. And you know, like this season has what I think every season of reality television, good season of reality television needs, which is a character like Gabler, who um, is my Jasmine. If you watch Big Brother 24, who is, you know, the just the person that I am rooting, rooting to stay on my television screen for as long as humanly possible. And Gabler, this episode did not disappoint. Um, I also think that, you know, Ellie, I just like so relate to her. So like in her exit interview with Rob, she was like, I would wake up every single day on the island and be like, okay, this is the day when I chill out, when I don't say anything. When I, and I would do that like in school. Like I would like wake up for school and be like, today, I'm not going to be a loud mouth in class. Like I'm not going to raise my hand and answer so many questions. Like I'm going to chill out today in school and like hype myself up for it. And when Ellie said that, I was like, yes. Like you, I'm watching myself on reality TV. Um, and I just thought that it was really, I, I really enjoyed the dynamic. I felt like all of this has been bubbling underneath the surface and it finally came to a head. I thought that we got a lot of good Sammy content. Also, I think that Sammy has like really come out as a dark horse here. Shocking. Like I completely underestimated him at the top of the game. And I feel like he's really showing what he can do, which is exciting. Um, and I, I always love the care, like the player who can see the value in like the unhinged player and can see that if they can direct them the way that they want them to go, they can use them like a human battering ram through the game. And I feel like Sammy is doing a really good job of that right now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, Gabler is, uh, I, I hope you're not talking about Gabler as the unhinged player because he's a strategic mastermind. I mean, did you hear this this strategy from Gabler in the episode? Did that? I don't think that. I played. didn't play for me. Uh, I was like, maybe it's just my headphones. <laughs> it's not coming through. Can I can do it? I hold think on, I know. I I I got I got it. Okay. By throwing out Ellie's name, I was trying to throw out Ellie's name. Icon, legend. The moment. I mean, I mean, does it get better than that for me? Absolutely not. It's Mike Bloom. Like, I know that Mike Bloom's having a field day with Gabler. I, I just, I love everything that he's giving us because not only is he giving us absolutely top tier mastermind strategy that worked. Okay. That he got his target out. Like he did the damn thing. Look, everyone, um, everyone out there is talking like we've got a whole podcast dedicated to survivor strategy, thinking all these cute little ways you can make different moves uh, to, to make different feints over here. Uh, complicated survivor alliance structures over here. And then uh, Gabler comes in. He says, you don't need all of that. The most surprising thing. Is the straightforward thing it just looks like what it is the most simple thing sometimes is the most effective and honestly yeah i feel like we talk about that all the time in big brother like just sit down with the hoh and be like i think that this is what should happen like i want to work with you like be straight up and upfront and talk about what you want to do and most of the time it will work and Gabler just really went for it. And I I loved every second of it. I thought it was really fun. I thought Ellie handled it so poorly. 
Hmm. which is why I was like, yes, that's me because that's stressful. Uh, I thought that Janine handled it equally poorly. Um, I, yeah, I was just really, I thought that it was really, really fun. It was a great time. Yes. So, so basically what we had was we got a merge. They split into two groups. They competed and uh, Jeff made a point of saying, uh, yes, in fact, the person, the team that wins is actually going to be safe. Uh, And they were. Um, And then uh, we had a couple of things happening, right? We had Ellie on one hand working hard to kind of like get her tribe into a good spot. Um, And she, uh, she does this by teaming up with uh, the red tribe, uh, Vessi. And, and I, I know their names now as soon as they were dissolved. Uh, So I'm just going to keep calling them red tribe. Um, And, uh, and that's because like the red tribe was helping them out against the blue tribe in that immunity challenge. Oh, this is a a great opening. It's everything we talked about when we said that, Oh, Hey, by doing that, they gave, um, they gave this yellow tribe, like all the power uh, because they can now do whatever they want. And they decided that they would go ahead and team up with the red tribe. Um, And it seemed like that was going to work that uh, that Ellie had sort of successfully pulled over the red tribe and was going to be able to get the votes on either Cassidy or James. Um, Even going as far as to be able to bring information to the red tribes uh, saying, hey, Cassidy mentioned Cody's name. Uh, That's no good. Um, And that's like some pretty damning stuff. And uh, would probably work under most circumstances to uh, to bind those groups together against that uh, common enemy. Um, now she tries to sell to James as well that uh, that she's you know oh yeah we're totally on board with you. James doesn't seem to buy it. Uh, James and Carla continue to impress me just based on like the way that they look at the game and the way that they see things. Um, though in this instance, uh, they perhaps were a little bit bailed out by, uh, by some Gabler. Um, and, uh, we ultimately though, see that Gabler on the, uh, the reward trip for the group that won is going to throw out Ellie's name. Now, the thing that shocked me about this is that Gabler, we talked about this last week has clearly been hiding the fact that he knows about Ellie and Janine's treachery uh, so successfully that they still were under the assumption that he didn't know how his idol worked and still were under the assumption that like they could trust Sammy more than more than Owen and that they were all going to get out Gabler and they were looking like fools. And I was like, wow, Gabler's actually uh, holding this in pretty well. Uh, they don't they don't know a nope. thing. And then blurts it out in front of not only the other members of the other tribes, uh, but also in front of Janine, who is like hearing it for the first time. Like, whoa, 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 hold on. Ellie went through your bag? She's like, I went through your bag. You actually have, you're wrong, but I'm not going to correct you. Yeah, I mean, this is the power of half a beer when you've been starving for 12 days. You know, I... I, I always, whenever they're at the merch feast and they're drinking, I'm always like, literally, you've been dehydrated for 12 days. 
what are you thinking? Uh, I just am like, get a liquid IV in them right now. One of those uh, packets with all of the nutrients and stuff in it. Uh, Cause the hangover, I can only imagine a survivor hangover would be so terrible. Um, but yeah, Janine is like, uh, what? I didn't know that. And uh, then apparently doesn't like immediately come back and pull Ellie aside and make up a game plan. Like Ellie had to hear it through somebody else. And Janine was sitting there and she was like, oh yeah, he did do that. <laughs> do you remember who they were sitting with? I can't remember now. I, I, I do not Jesse remember. Jesse or something. But they were all sitting together and Ellie was like talking about it. And they were like, yeah, Gabler threw out your name and said that you went through his bag. And Ellie looked at Janine and was like, <gasps> and Janine was like, he did. He did do that. He did. And I was like, oh, my gosh. If my ally didn't immediately come and pull me aside and be like, we need to come up with a game plan. What are we going to do about this? Like, you're in very serious danger. And already these people who don't know anything about you like you're getting off on the wrong foot like how do we damage control this but Janine didn't really seem all that worried she was just chilling the group I mean I guess I guess it's possible that like uh you know they got back and there wasn't really an opportunity she was trying to play play it cool like not immediately run off with Ellie uh and and make it seem even worse um but uh you know I don't know I feel like at that point it's like do or die and like you got to get them alone and chat. Like you only have what, like eight hours or six hours or something before the vote that night. Like you got to get to work. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it'll be interesting to talk about Janine's game here this week uh, because there is, there is this idea of, you know, not only could she have perhaps uh, tried harder to, uh, to warn Ellie and, and get Ellie uh up to up to date up to speed uh but she also could have theoretically used her idol on uh on Ellie um mm-hmm. if if she either knew it was coming or uh or wanted to to do so um and i actually do kind of feel like uh and again i don't know that this is what what Janine was thinking but um Given that Ellie is kind of a sinking ship at this point, I, I actually do think that jumping off of the Ellie ship, maybe not the worst idea for Janine at this point in the game, which is not something that I'd normally advise uh, a Big Brother player to do. Because in Big Brother, mm-hmm. having a, like one really solid ally is a lot more valuable uh, than in Survivor. Um, and in Survivor, it is still valuable, especially if you already have a majority. Then, like, yeah, having really solid people is really good because those solid people will help you maintain that majority. But if you're on the outs, having one solid ally doesn't really do a whole lot for you. Uh, The problem is though, Taryn, in my opinion, is that I totally agree with you. Like, I think that Ellie is a singing ship. You got to get off the ship, but then get off the ship. You know, like Mm. you're half going down with the ship. And like, like you got, like you went down with the ship and somehow you swam over to a little life raft, but you're in the water. Like she is in a terrible position going into next week and it's survivor and people move targets all the time. And it's so fast paced that I do think she's going to be okay. But if it's a sinking ship, uh, uh, I think you have to pivot even before the vote. You're going to try your best to vote with her and save her. But if it's not working, then you need to use that time to forge bonds to move into the next week you need to be talking with people like carla you need to be like ellie wants me to write down james's name i know you're close with him i feel like things are not going well with ellie like i'm scared 
I don't want to hurt you. Like, uh, you know, like you need to be using that time to really start to forge the relationships that are going to be moving you forward. If you've decided I'm not going down with the ship, I'm not using my idol on her. I'm going to have to be okay with her leaving. If she doesn't leave by some chance, great. She has nowhere else to go. You still have her. But if she leaves, you need to already have something to hold on to rather than being blindsided at tribal council, having not used your idol and now up a creek without a paddle. Yeah, I mean, I think that's fair. I think that you you have to be careful. Uh, you don't want to look like a, like a, like a, a cutthroat opportunist. Um, but yes, mm-hmm. developing relationships, I think, uh, always very important, especially if you know that you're going to be losing your ally, especially if you uh, can then sort of like leverage that. Like, I'm alone now. My tribe abandoned me uh-huh. uh, and my closest ally is gone. Um, so use me. Uh, I mean, and yeah. I do think that there's a lot of places Janine can go. Mm-hmm. And I do think there's a lot of really good players left who will see it as a huge opportunity to pick somebody up. Like, I don't think, I think that if her cast was full of weaker players, I would be a bit more like, oh, she's in a really rough spot. But I think that she is good enough. She has an idol. She has an advantage. And I think that there are people here who are fluid enough and see the value in her in a way that like maybe they didn't when it was, you know, if it was a different cast. Mm -hmm. Yes. So uh, I will, though, say for sure, I I did not love watching uh, watching the episode. Uh, Ellie's response to finding out that Gabler uh, threw her under the bus. Um, even in like in the moment, I was hoping like, don't, no, don't, don't go hard. Like, uh, <laughs> I was like, like the whole, your whole thing here is that you need to convince your tribe to not blow this up further than it's already been blown up. Right. Um, in, in the way that I wanted her in the moment to respond was I want you to go to Gabler and more importantly, Sammy, uh, and be like, look, I'm sorry. Like I, yeah, I totally did it. Gabler. Uh, I apologize. You know, it, we were in a small tribe and we were looking Mm -hmm. for every advantage we could to stay alive. But now we're in a bigger group of people and we need to stick together for the sake of all of us. Can we please move forward together? And look, we, this, this could actually benefit us now that people think there's a rift between us. Uh, Mm -hmm. we can use this. Uh, to our advantage. People won't think that we're locked in. Um, and mm-hmm. while I don't think that would necessarily work with Gabler, who I think is like, no, you touched my bag, you're dead to me. Uh, I do think it would work probably with Sammy, uh, who I, I think was ultimately the shot caller here. What we're presented with in the episode is that it's not until Ellie confronts Gabler and, and, and Sam ultimately like Gabler goes to Sammy, like, Oh, they, she threw you under the bus. Uh, she said that, you know, all of this stuff, or I threw you under the bus essentially. Um, and, uh, and, and Sammy was like, Oh my God, like Ellie's not going to let this go. I think Ellie needs to go that, that all of this stuff came on to Ellie. It seemed as though Sammy was the one, the, the, the primary driving force of, Mm-hmm. actually making this happen as opposed to Gabler kind of throwing out the, the, the seed that ultimately forces it to happen. Um, mm-hmm. And if, if Sammy had been like, listen, I know she did this. I know we were going to vote her out, 
but we need to keep her around, um, then I think that she probably would have been kept around. Uh, mm-hmm. And that seems to have been the plan until all of this stuff happens with Gabler. Uh, Sammy was was thrown off by the fact that Gabler went ahead and, and did this. He did not intend to uh, to go for Ellie this this week, it seemed. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think that she just needed to keep Sammy on board. That's That was my read on it. That's a good point. You know, I think that the confrontation, the main issue with the confrontation with Gabler, because you totally agree with you. I mean, you were like, no, no, don't, don't get, don't get upset. Because when you do not have the moral high ground in an argument, like you can't go in being like, how could you? Because (laughs) you went through his bag, like you did the bad thing. He just told on you, you know, like you, you have to go in sort of like tail between legs, like hat in hand, like, I'm sorry, dad, could you ever forgive me, Gabler? Um, Like you, you forgive your daughters when they mess up, right? Like, look at me. I could be like that. You know, like you have to sort of wage social war in in the way where you have to fall on that sword and i just don't think that that's who ellie is like i don't think that she was was capable of that and maybe it's because that's just not who she is maybe it's because she's exhausted and she hasn't eaten and gabler was putting palm fronds on her when she was sleeping and she was completely over this dude you know and which trust me i get if somebody put a palm frond on me when i was sleeping i would Absolutely. I would never forgive them for the rest of the game. I would be like, no, they did. They woke me up in the middle of the night by putting a palm frond on my face that was covered in ants. Um, But I think that you're right, that the way that she needed to handle this was just sort of the direct opposite of the way that she did. And by coming at it, showing that she was emotional about the fact that Gabler told on her it showed Sammy that she was going to probably stay emotional about that fact. Yeah. I, I think that, uh, I think that part of this could be that it could come down to what we saw in, in the episode, which was her in the confessional saying like, yeah, I'm doing great. This is amazing. I'm so good at this. Um, it's, I think it's, it's jarring to go from, I am basically Kim Spradlin to oh my god i'm in a lot of trouble and it's because of this guy who i thought i had snowed but apparently actually mm-hmm. had me snowed yeah. uh and it's we it's hard to check. make yeah it's hard to make that shift it's hard to like recognize and accept your new position in the game that you are no longer the person who is you know pulling Such the strings mm-hmm. you are now the person who is at the bottom who needs to like yeah hat in hand like uh mm-hmm. actually i'm so sorry like uh please mm-hmm. accept my apology and and uh coin please uh like mm-hmm. it's it's to make that transition within the course of like five minutes is tough i think um mm-hmm. and um and maybe if ellie survives this vote she's able to make that transition but man uh it it, it was probably a, a shock to the system um to to sort of like uh, fall so far so fast in her own perception of herself in the game um and uh and not being able to to recognize or or accept that as quickly as as she needed to uh perhaps is what uh caused some damage um i think there's also some uh a, a way to look at this uh this vote 
where, uh, where, you know, we do see James, uh, meet up with the red tribe and sort of like give them the rundown of, Hey, yeah. Ellie is saying it should be, uh, it should be Cody. Um, and you know, he's essentially doing what she had done and who knows if this actually works without the input from Gabler or the backup from Sammy, uh, given that Ellie got here first, but ultimately it does seem to, uh, to lock in again, difficult to say exactly who makes this happen. Uh, whether it is Sammy that initiates some of it or whether, you know, again, whether Sammy or Gabler even had anything to do with it, maybe James had decent connections. Maybe he could have made this happen on his own to begin with. Uh, either way, it's all going to come together and everyone is going to vote out Ellie, except for a bunch of people that don't vote out Ellie. Well, a lot of them threw votes just in yes. case of an idol or, you know, but Janine actively did not vote out Ellie. <laughs> yes. Well, Janine, uh, Janine uh, didn't vote out anybody. She's had no vote. Yeah, you're right. Anyway, think about that. Oh my god, what a mess! What a mess! Oh gosh, those risking your votes—I would never. I wouldn't. I think that I'm too. You know, I I would never. Go ahead, Tara. It's fair. It completely didn't matter. All like there were so many people without votes, and none of it mattered. Yeah, but the the time that I would risk it. And lose my vote it would matter so much just because that's what would happen to me like it would matter so much are you the person that finds the beware advantage and puts it back maybe i don't know maybe if i had a friend like you on the island who i could trust and be like okay help uh but i i i honestly could see myself doing what carla did putting it back and then like 30 minutes later being like what the hell am I doing? I'm going back and getting it again. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. Let's, let's briefly talk as well about the, the throne votes. Um, I, I haven't had a chance to listen to too much of the, uh, the coverage. Have people uh, figured this out? Exactly what happened so, with these votes? Carla voted for Owen just mm-hmm. as a, just in case of James. Uh, Ellie told Rob that Noel definitely voted for, cause Noel voted for Cassidy. And um, that was also just in in case of emergency, Um, I Mm -hmm. think, because Cody's name had been thrown out. Um, But I don't know who was the other vote for James. Owen voted for James. So my my theory was that three separate people decided to throw one extra vote elsewhere in case of an idol being played. Uh, Uh You know, as as we said, Carla votes for. for Owen as the person, uh, Noel votes for Cassie as the person, but uh, but Owen seems to be the only one that actually, uh, perhaps at least recognized. Hold on, if I cast my one vote for somebody else, uh, then I can just throw my one vote on top of the one vote I know will already be there on James. Mm-hmm. So uh, all of those other uh, you know extra thrown votes wouldn't have made any difference. Um, it would have been two votes on James uh, mm-hmm. and then one vote on Owen, one vote on Cassidy, uh, unless Carla decided to play her idol for James in the event that uh, that Janine played her idol for uh, for Ellie. Um, but I'm assuming that uh, that 
she I, that both Carla and Noel did not anticipate that Owen would also throw a vote on to uh, to James, and they all expected only one vote on James. What if Owen though just like didn't know that the plan shifted and was just like hanging out with Janine and Ellie and was like, <laughs> "Yeah, we're splitting votes." <laughs> that is also possible. Uh, I think it's less likely, but it is it is another possible explanation. I love Owen. I'm like so here for Owen. I hope Owen wins. <laughs> <laughs> I know um, that he's had like a bit of a stumble start, mm. but I just think Owen is such like a fun character who is like a really good narrator. He's he's like so good talking about just like mechanics of the game. He is a fun narrator for sure. I I I definitely worry that he is uh like w- you see this a, a, a few times here and there. Smart players who just aren't like active enough socially uh, to to sort of enact their smart ideas. If that makes sense, like, Janelle from last season. Exactly right where it's mm-hmm. like um, he. Or, well, granted, I think Chanel actually was pretty pretty good uh, socially in in the spot she was. She just uh messed up those relationships <laughs> um, so maybe slightly different uh mm-hmm. but um but like owen if 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 i'm correct and he was like okay my throne vote is actually going to go into james which is going to be two and then if anybody else decides to throw votes then it's going to be two one two one one mm-hmm. um like good stuff good smart thinking uh i think his thought process in terms of like wanting to work with ellie and janine uh made sense um I, like strategically all his you know, confessionals seem to be well thought out and coming from a good place. But then I'm looking at his actual position in the game and it's like, okay, you wanted to work with Ellie and Janine, but apparently you never talked to them about it because they don't trust you at all. Uh, They trust Sammy more than you and Sammy's been actively plotting against them for a while. Uh, You say you want to keep your tribe together at the merge and yet uh, I haven't seen you do anything to actively make that happen and they are completely imploding um Aww. and it's like we're owen yeah. yeah it's just like uh we're owen because you're totally right you're completely correct <laughs> it's and again like uh we are beholden to an edit and it is certainly possible that he tried and failed or something along those lines but what it seems like to me is that uh is that he has these ideas but just doesn't hasn't really pushed very hard to make them happen which to be fair it's not necessarily a terrible thing either. Uh, it's not like he's been in a lot of danger um, in any situation. So, you know, mm-hmm. you don't necessarily always have to be pushing. And he may just be playing cautiously right now because he knows that he's not going to win the game uh, with 13 people left. Um, and Survivor, especially like, you know, think about yeah. these last couple of seasons, Absolutely. is often just about surviving until you can get to a point where you make your winning play. Um, and so if thousand percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if that's what he's thinking, like uh, I, I can be on board with that for sure. Uh, so it's it'll definitely be interesting to see uh, Owen moving forward. Yeah, totally. Owen, right. I'm rooting for you. <laughs> <laughs> with lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, are we ready to rate the players then? Let's do it. Let's go for it. Let's do it. Here are the pictures of the players, including a couple of uh, voted out players because I didn't want to make a, a graphic with 13, which is an uneven number. Sure. Um, but I'll change it next time because it'll be 12. It'll be great. We'll do great. three rows of four. We Perfect. Good time. Um, all right. Let's rate the players. They're merged now, so I, I, I can't even go in order of tribe. I guess I still could. Um, but, uh, yeah, here's what we'll do. We'll start with Ellie, who was voted out. Um, Ellie, I will say like this episode wasn't necessarily her worst episode. Uh, I feel like she's had, she's had worse episodes, uh, in terms of like what she actively did back. Cause again, I actually think she, she was doing pretty well, uh, until everything crumbled. Uh, yeah, she showed think, some promise. Well, Ellie like knew what to do and had really mm-hmm. good ideas and has ability. She just did it all wrong. Like it, it's so hard. I think that she's a hard person to rate because I mean, honestly, like she just overplayed. She just really, really overplayed. And she is the type of person who has the skill that if she hadn't overplayed the way that she did, I think that she could have done so much better. Um, but I think that she just flamed out. And it's it's hard because you give these ratings of like twos and threes. And these are people who like don't even know where they are. You know, like it's like, how did you even get on my TV screen? You don't know where you are. Like you've done everything all wrong. But Ellie absolutely knows what's what. But she just did play it poorly. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think if we're if we were to track, you know, where did Ellie go wrong? Um, I think because I I think there is one single thing that we can point to and say if this one thing hadn't happened, she probably is not voted out, and she probably is in a perfectly fine, if not pretty good place. And that one thing is uh, is Sammy flipping on her. Yeah. Uh, if but if when Sammy, was that? Right. Well, according to the edit, right, Mm -hmm. uh, it was when she said, hey, I'll go talk to Gabler. I've Mm. got him. I've got that relationship, that kind of overconfidence. uh, You know, Sammy was like, no, I want to be in charge. Um, Mm -hmm. 
and uh, and decided to to flip on her. He then rats her out to Gabler. If that doesn't happen, Gabler doesn't have the info on her. Sammy is loyal. Her plan you probably works here. She teams up with the Red Tribe, yeah. and she's you know Gabler's idol goes away, and she's probably set. Like she's probably fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. It it all comes down to Sammy, uh, mm-hmm. who decided to tell Gabler about everything that she was doing, and then yeah. ultimately. Uh, uh, you know, puts her in a bad position. So, um, that said, uh, it's not like she didn't make mistakes on top of that, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, not she lost Sammy and then failed to recognize that she lost Sammy. Like at every opportunity to recognize that she lost Sammy, she told Sammy about. Janine's idol. Uh, as we talked about, I didn't love how she handled the Gabler situation in general. Um, and uh, and quite honestly, like uh, again, you never know how how genuine it is. But when Janine is telling you, if I have any hint that you are going, I will use it on you. She should be using it on you. Like mm-hmm. that should be happening. If you have that, if that was genuine, then mm-hmm. you. One hundred percent, be like, "Yep, uh, I I actually just overheard somebody saying my name." So yeah, you should definitely. Yeah, it's it's a combination of like everything that you said, which Ellie said in her exit interview. Like I said, I love Ellie. I think that I would be just like Ellie. Um, Ellie said in her exit interview, she was just super overconfident. Like she just was so confident in those relationships that she had, and like all of this is just complete overconfidence combined with the number one thing that. I say is the the secret sauce to every good social strategy player is being singularly interested, being self-interested, not being tribe interested, not being, okay, how can Janine and I make it further? Being self-interested. And yeah, for Janine, if nobody was going after Ellie and Janine wasted her idol, that sucks. But for Ellie... It doesn't matter. She would be safe no matter what. And you are right. She absolutely, even if it meant lying to her closest ally or whatever, she should be self-interested enough to know, like, I've heard my name floating around. People might screw me over. I'm sorry, Janine. I I need this idol. And it's just going to have to happen. Yeah, uh, 100%. And and again, like, uh, unlike Big Brother, where your ally having a power or having an ally in general when you're on the outs is super valuable. You need to hold on to those as much as possible. Um, in Survivor, having a close ally who also has an idol doesn't really do much for you unless they play it on you. Uh, mm-hmm. And if they're not willing to play it on you or if they don't play it on you, then it doesn't matter at all. In fact, it makes things worse because you're more likely to be voted out than them. Uh, mm-hmm. So, um, you know, getting your ally to use their idol on you and it's great. Yeah. And yeah, if you can recognize if you're in Ellie's position, I mean, the main issue, right? She didn't recognize the position she was in, but if she's in her position, she can recognize, oh crap, I am in a terrible position. I'm getting voted out. Janine needs to use her idol on me. If she's playing self-interested, maybe she's like, and then all the heat's going to be on Janine because she exactly. used the idol. Maybe I can get her, push her a little bit in front of me. They vote her out next time and I can sink into the background a little bit more. Like that's the way if you were playing fully self-interestedly, you know, like that's the way you got to do it, which is sad, right? They're friends, but you know, all's yeah. fair and love war and survivor. There you go. 
Uh, so overall, I think I'm going to go with a two for Ellie. Me too. Which again, like it feels weird because, you know, Ellie is capable, mm-hmm. but she played a two level game this week. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's, let's stick for now. Uh, I, there's no way I'm going to be able to keep track of an order for everyone, uh, separately. So let's just stick with the, uh, the old Baca yellow tribe for now. Um, and, uh, I think that, uh, I think that next up we would probably land on either Gabler or Janine. How do you feel? Let's do Gabler. Let's go for it. All right. Let's talk about Gabler. Um, for as much as, uh, he was brilliant. By throwing out Ellie's name, I was trying to throw out Ellie's name. Um. King. King. Now, they're actually genuinely, when I heard him explain this, I was like, I think there's a seed of, of, like, decent thought process here. Uh, I, no, I like what he said about, you know, wanting to seem straightforward. Uh, I, I, I do like that. My issue is that, at least from my perspective and from the perspective that I feel I gleaned from the edit, uh, this did not look straightforward to me. It looked, yet again, sort of wild card for me, Uh, which is similar to, I think, you know, if this was his thought process in the first episode and he was like, look, I'm going to just play my shot in the dark, everyone. Uh, Like, if he thought that made him look like a straightforward, straight shooter, you can trust my word player. I I feel like he is not reading the room correctly, at least again sure. from my perspective. And I think this is another example of that, although obviously not quite as egregious, uh, where if you go to this thing, the one of the first things that people know about you coming into a merge is you're just throwing out names of your own tribe. Uh oh yeah, Ellie looked through my bag. Uh, she's got to go. Don't don't like it. Um, that's something to me that I'm like, whoa. Okay. Uh, is that the perception though? Or I don't know. Is the perception? Don't mess with Gabler. Like, don't be sneaky with him because he'll come for you. Which makes me want to vote him out. Sure. Yeah, I I feel like. I don't know. I agree with what you're saying about the wild card thing for sure. Like this makes him seem like more of a wild card and a little, um, I don't want to say erratic cause it's not the right word that I'm going for, but I can't think of the right term, but like the fact that this was a surprise to everybody he was working with too is not great. You know, that he mm-hmm. just went in there and, and he did it. Um, but you know, Steven brought something up in the know-it-alls that I thought was a really good point, which is that if Gabler wants any chance of winning at the end, he has to change the perception of him and he has to seem like less, a, less like a clown and um, the clown who's here to have a good time and, you know, do stuff for his daughters and, you know, whatever. And by going after Ellie and getting his target out, I do think that that helps to lean towards that perception of don't mess with Gabler. Like, you he's gonna like there are certain moral things that like you don't mess with Gabler about and he is able to get out a target which I do think overall is a net positive for him 
I, yeah, I, I don't know that I agree, uh, but that's just my own sort of personal perception. And, uh, and at the end of the day, the perception that matters most is the perception of the people out on the island. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and, and I can only know sort of how I would feel or how, it, how I would expect people to feel, um, mm-hmm. which is, again, like uh, somebody just throwing out names like that is, is scary uh, to me, mm-hmm. especially if that's my first impression of them. Um, especially if I'm on a tribe where I'm working with my tribe and, you know, I'm like, look at them. There are mess over there. Uh, mm-hmm. like those are not people I want to work with. Uh, especially when the end result is, you know, a, a blue tribe and a red tribe voting together, whereas previously they were not voting together. Uh, mm-hmm. they have now solidified a working relationship that did not exist before that doesn't necessarily include you. In fact, you are kind of the butt of that. Um, and I, I just, I don't love it. I don't love it. Um, and so I'm going to cue that up here. If it, if it, if it goes well for Gabler or, or, you know, or his, his allies, then, then sure. Uh, you know, I will reconsider, but, um, I just, I, I don't, I don't love this move, uh, in the way that it was, uh, done, especially given the fact that it, it was sort of like, uh, you know, he comes back to, to Ellie and he says, Oh yeah, well, Sammy and Owen told me. And now Sammy and Owen are pissed at him. And Sammy and Owen, I guarantee you, are talking to people being like, We didn't know what he was doing there. It's uh mm-hmm. this uh well, I don't know why he's doing this like this. Um I I just feel like uh this I don't think this is playing out in the way that the Gabler thinks it is. Sure. That ma- that makes sense. It does. I totally see that perspective. All right. Well, what is your what is your rating of Gabler? Well, I'm nervous now. I feel like I'm going to be totally different from you. That's great. Oh, gosh. We I gave love, Gabler. We love variety. I gave Gabler a five. A five for Gabler. Uh, I gave him a three. Uh, okay. I'm low on Gabler. Sure. <laughs> Which it makes sense. It does. But I just feel like when somebody calls a target gets their target out in a merge boot situation. Like I, I just feel like this, what as somebody who previously was not taken seriously at all, I feel like that is a net positive. And it's look, fair. I'm not saying he's a net positive. I'm not, I didn't give him a six, but I just felt like, you know, going to move up from where he was in my head last time. That's very fair. Um, all right. I, by the way, uh, I think they, Gabler's very fun to watch. Uh, it's, uh, I, I am enjoying Gabe. Uh, Love him. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's then talk about Janine. Uh, how do we oh. feel about Janine? We already talked a little bit about Janine. I think you're maybe a little more down on Janine than I am. So maybe we're a little uh, bit yeah. reversed in this one. I mean, I really hope that she is, and I do think that next week, I don't think she's in as bad a position as a lot of other people in her position would be. I think that she has great social ability. I think that she is going to probably be able to ingratiate herself well. Um, I think that because she is so um, small, especially for these, you know, individual immunity challenges, these first few individual immunity challenges, which are more, you know, like, strength-based, balance-based, all of that kind of stuff. I think that maybe people won't see her as threatening as somebody like Ryan or Cody or, you know what I mean? I think that she might be able to slip by a little bit and people won't be as threatened by her 
to go on an immunity run. I think that losing Ellie gave her actually like she can maybe now fade into the background a little bit here. Um, whereas if Ellie had stayed, I think that her target would only have gotten bigger. But like she's in a bad spot. Like she's not in a great spot. Um, and I'm going to give her a four. A four for Ellie. Uh, I actually, I think that's for fair. Uh, uh, yeah, for Janine. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I, I think that's fair. Um, I think that uh, that's, that's, that's around where I am with Janine as well. I think that this was not a great episode for her, but I do think that she has potential to rebound mm-hmm. from this really well. Um, she is now a theoretically solo player. Uh, you know, you have Sammy and Gabler probably not really willing to work with her, but Owen, I think is still willing to work with her and mm-hmm. probably willing to keep that on the down low if they need to. She still has an idol and mm-hmm. she's still in a position where this was kind of a ceasefire, but anything can still happen at this merge. Uh, the, the lines have not really been drawn yet and she can jump in with any crew yep. that she wants to theoretically, because who in their right mind is going to just like, Oh yeah, let's finish off Janine and make sure that we, you know, burn her idol before. Like it just doesn't mm-hmm. make sense. You need to start chipping away at other numbers first so that they can't get their own power base uh, going. Um, and you'd you'd want to use somebody like Janine to do that. So yep. uh, I think she has the ability to jump back in, and it will also be an opportunity for her to play without being, uh, you know, under the Ellie umbrella, uh, which which will be either a good thing or a bad thing. Um, you know, without Ellie there and without this cloud of you know not knowing that she can't trust Sammy, can she actually be effective in the game? Uh, this is kind of a clean slate for her. At least it should mm-hmm. be. So, uh, you know, I, I agree with the four. I, I'll also go with the four, but I, I do have hopes that uh, she can yeah. she can move up from here. I was going to say, like, the Gabler five, I think maybe his peak in the stock watch. Uh, but the <laughs> but the Janine four, I think, is has great potential. Like, I think that Janine has great win equity still. Like, mm-hmm. I would not count her out at all to be able to win the game. Like, I think that, she absolutely has as good a chance as anybody. Yes. Uh, and uh, her, her chin also rebound. Uh, oh, so we've got some great, yeah, some great evidence that she's capable of rebounding. Mm-hmm. She is so, so adorable. I have loved watching her. I think that she is so fun. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, let's talk about Owen. Um, we've already, I've already kind of, uh, I I think that we've talked. Yeah. I think we've talked about Owen. (laughs) Um, I think Owen also, uh, has a a chance to get in wherever he wants. Theoretically, uh, he still has the ability to like be with, uh, Gabler and Sammy if he wants, but, uh, I don't know if he wants to stay there much longer. I don't know. That's that that's the best place for him. Um, it's again, though, just I, I need to I don't know yet that he's capable of being a more active player and getting into different places. So um, I'm just I'm unsure. And so for me, Owen is is about a five. Same. I was going to say, you know, I'm super rooting for Owen. I think he knows what to do. My biggest issue right now is that I'm not sure who would be putting their neck out for Owen. If they hear Owen's name, who's going 
to try to move that target off of him. Like, I'm not really sure. Like right now he's had enough of like, he's had enough larger targets in front of him, but every time Owen's gone to tribal council twice and he's gotten votes both times. So I, I think that you're right. The five is sort of the, not to be a fancy fence or 10, but that's like the place that I'm going to be right now with that one. All right. Hope we'll, that it's moving up though. Owen, oh, rooting for you. Yes. We'll round out the tribe here with Sammy, uh, who yet again has shown a, uh, for me at least, a surprising uh, hold on the game in terms of just like uh, keeping his cool. I think that it is the right move to take out Ellie once this whole situation blows up. <clears throat> that said, I don't think this was an ideal outcome for him. Uh, mm-hmm. At the end of the day, he does lose two people who thought that they could trust him in both Ellie and now Janine, who is still in the game with an idol. Um, and that's not great. Um, and and it kind of was for nothing, too. Like, he made this move uh, to gain control of his tribe in the pre-merge, and it worked, and it was successful, and he pulled it off. But it kind of blew up his tribe when it when it got to the merge. And at the end of the day, he never even needed the the move because they never went back to tribal. Um, and that kind of, you know, is it, 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 we're looking at a very different play style than somebody like Owen, who hasn't done anything uh, until until theoretically he needs to versus Sammy, who played very proactively and it now has kind of, even though it worked, backfired on him a little bit because his power base has been blown up. Um, and I don't love his position now at the merge. Like he needs to really work hard to get something else going. And even when he does, like I'm not sure exactly where it is. Maybe he can pick up Ryan from the Blue Tribe uh, who who has been burned. And, uh, you know, maybe he can try and hold on to Owen. Uh, maybe he can try and team up with the remnants of red tribe like it's just it's you know he's gonna have to pull some things off we've seen that he is capable of it but i don't love his position here i was gonna say you know i think that this is a weird time to rate sammy because i think that next week there's gonna be great clarity on how sammy's gonna be able to move forward i think the fact that sammy somehow was not blamed for this and was not you know like top of everyone's conversations amazing work from him like I do not know how he was not visibly out front in this whole situation um since he was the one who made this happen um and I think that he's proven that he does well in a bit of uncertainty and chaos within the tribe he likes to sow the seeds of just like disruption within his tribe so that he can be at the center of it. And we saw in the preview that he was going to start to sort of do that with Noel next week. And I think that we'll, you know, have a greater sense of whether or not he's going to be successful as that at that by the end of next episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that it's hard right now for me to rate him because I feel like he made it through this vote that had the potential to be terrible for him. Like he could look like the complete bad guy at the end of this and he kind of made it out unscathed i know you're saying position wise he's in a bad place but i also think just like managing what happened to him he did a fantastic job um so what did you give him I, I <laughs> what didn't. was your score well, what are you giving <laughs> no i feel like i gave gabler a five i have to give Gam- 
uh, Sammy is at least like, see, I was going into it wanting to give him a seven. And then you made me convinced that he doesn't deserve that at all. So I think I'm going to do a six. <laughs> all right. Oh no! Oh no! What did no, you give no, him? No, I, no, I have, I have also giving him a six. Oh, okay. Uh, all you right. said, look, all right. it's, it's, uh, these are your ratings. Uh, it's, uh, well, you can do whatever you want. But then, but then I have these thoughts in my brain, and then you give really strong logical arguments, and I'm like, that is a true good point. You know, so well, then you have to go. adjust. If they, if if they're if they're good points, uh, then that's fair. Uh, yeah, if they're bad points, I'll tell you if it's a bad point. And good, I don't agree. Good, good, good. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I I I think that it is ridiculous that uh, it seemed like Ellie was still blaming Gabler more than Sammy. By yeah, the so mm-hmm. I was like, this is wow. I can't believe she's still mad at Gabler and not not in Sammy. Her exit it's interview. really Sammy's fault. In her exit interview, she said that the reason she told Janine not to use the idol because of Sammy's reassurance that nothing bad was going to happen because of how much she trusted Sammy, which I was like, amazing work from Sammy. Like, wow. Wow. That's amazing. Which is why I was like seven. But you're right. Position wise is funky. Yeah. I mean, if, if he comes out in a good position by the end of the next episode, I think it's, I think it's time for me to like drop all doubt of Sammy and, and start mm. going all in because, uh, you know, it's, I've, I've held this, this doubt in my head, uh, about him. I still don't love his position here. Um, but if he manages to, to come out on top of this situation, then, uh, it's time to really start looking at him as, as one of the best, if not the best player, uh, on the cast at this point. Um, but, that's if it goes well for him next week. Um, With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Let's move on to, uh, it really doesn't matter. Let's let's talk about uh, the Blue Tribe up here. Um, All right. So, uh, let's see. James, Cassidy, Carla, and Ryan. Um, I think we would still put, you know, Carla and James on top for the most part. Now, James was in a vulnerable position here, but I think one of the one of the reasons he was vulnerable is just because he was one of the few people that was available to be voted for. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, I don't know I, if if everyone on the tribe was vulnerable. Maybe he is still the person they would go for. Um. Because I don't yeah, think they'd I go mean, for Ryan considering he's jumping ship and they had Cassidy as an option. Will, would they go for Carla over James? I don't think so, but who knows? I think that James is the one that they are going after because he's very clearly challenge capable, very clearly socially capable, like a likable dude. I think that he's the type of guy that before you get the chance to make a bond with him, you would be like, got to get this guy out. He is mm. a super threat to my game. But yep. then once he buys himself a couple of weeks and you do start to bond with him and you're like, well, let's work with him. Like, he's great. You know, so I think that this is the I think that he's going to like once they hit nine, you know, like that area. I think that that's when he's going to be in trouble again, because that's usually when people strike at these really strong players. 
but I, I can see why he was the target amongst the blue tribe because he's just like very obviously good. Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, Let's talk about Ryan first, because I think that he is uh, the sort of. I thought we were talking about James. We were talking about James. We were talking about James and Carla and also everyone else. Um, (laughs) Just in terms of rating, let's rate Ryan first, I should say. Okay. Okay. He's he's sort of uh, starts the episode saying like, hey, I'm I'm kind of like uh, solo here. Um, You know, they burned me. I'm I'm going to sort of like uh, go off uh, and do my own thing, which is what I was concerned about from the previous episode that I didn't I didn't love the strategy that they had of of voting Lindsay out and then only being able to vote Geo out and not both Geo and Ryan um, and then also keeping him in the dark. Uh, it seems to have left him in t- in a in a vulnerable position here. Um, that said, uh, he did not really do anything this episode to convince me that uh, the read of him in the previous episode was uh, was incorrect. Uh, that uh, he was kind of uh, fumbling around a little bit with uh, with the strategy of uh, you know, oh, it's it, please vote for me, Cassidy. Um, and, uh, I, I don't, I don't really feel like this episode changed that perception. Ryan seems like the nicest guy ever, like genuinely seems yes. like such a sweet, lovely person. Beast in challenges. The fact that he was upside oh, down on that rope. But I, I mean, from the first challenge, I, if I was on his yeah. tribe, I would be like, we are never voting Ryan out ever until we hit the merge. Like I, Ryan is who we like he's the reason that they won so many challenges. He's amazing at all of this. He, when he was pulling that snake, I was like, mm. oh my gosh, like your muscles have muscles. It's insane. Um, but he strategy wise, perhaps not his strong suit. I think he's so sweet. Uh, I don't I don't know that he has a real shot at this at this title here. Yeah, it's not great. Um, I think that uh, I think that position wise, though, he's in an okay place. Um, I think that uh, just just, uh, his decision making is is not great. So and I I think like yeah, position wise, he's fine. But like, look at how good he is at those challenges. I think if he doesn't win individual immunity. Yeah, if he doesn't win individual immunity, people are gonna people are gonna be like, "Are we really gonna vote out Gabler when there's Ryan who could literally go on a huge immunity run?" Like, look at how strong and amazing he is at all these challenges. Like, I'm I'm not sure how much longer he's got. Yeah, on, on in Fiji, I went with a three. Me too. Um, yeah. All right. Love him though. Yeah. Let's uh, let's talk about James then, who survives this vote. Um, I think I have to give James some credit for uh, for flipping the vote because I don't know exactly how it was flipped, but he was definitely a part of it. Uh, he mm-hmm. also seems to have not trusted Ellie from from jump, although those can sometimes be tricky edits. Uh, he eventually learns that he can't trust Ellie. And then I, I know that sometimes what happens is that they'll once they learn that they can't trust Ellie, they'll talk about not trusting Ellie and then they'll play those confessionals over the initial conversation with Ellie. Like it seemed like, a, you know what I mean? Uh, but either way from the edit, it appeared that he initially did not trust Ellie. So I'm going to give him credit for it. Um, and, uh, and again, flips the vote around. 
and is uh, in, in not a terrible place is now, you know, developed a working relationship with the red tribe, which is uh, always good. Um, and uh, again, just, I feel like he's got a good head for the game. He's got a good social game. I feel pretty good about his position, position moving forward though. Losing Ryan is very bad, and I don't know if he knows that he's lost Ryan. Uh, so it's hard to say. Uh, I gave him a six. Yeah, I mean, I think that James, if we were playing Big Brother, I would give James an eight or a nine. Mm. Um, but the worst thing you can be on Survivor is obviously good. And I think James is just obviously good. Like, you know, I think that people look at him and they're like, this guy is a good guy who is capable and challenges and very intelligent, you know, like there's nothing about him to underestimate, you know? And I think that that, I just think that that's going to run him into trouble in these next couple. Like, I don't see him making it down to eight. I think that he'll be gone before eight because that's what you do in survivor. You know, you, you get rid of people like James as soon as you can. The fact that the thought was there to vote out James this week and uh-huh. it was interrupted by a, a different plan means to me that he will still be a default option yes. for at least the next couple of tribals. Uh, uh-huh. And that's a dangerous place to be. Yeah. So I'm going to give him a six also. Uh, but just because like, I think that if we're looking at how capable he is, like I said, I would give him an eight or a nine. He's a fantastic player. I just think that so much of success in Survivor is managing threat risk. And um, I, I don't think that that's really super possible for him at this point in the game. Yeah. Uh, they don't know him yet. It's also, it's also just a weird pl- uh, place to be rating in general this week because yeah. we got the merge. But again, the lines haven't really been drawn. Like, mm-hmm. uh, we're currently in the period of the battle where, uh, they're like, hold, hold, don't fire yet. Wait, hold. Uh, and the next episode, yeah. probably they're going to be all, oh, I loose the arrows. Uh, and then You're I watching guess they too miss much Game of Thrones. Maybe. Um, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I would also give Cassidy a six here. Um, I think that uh, she, you know, she, the way that she approaches Ellie, I actually thought was good. And I really felt like Ellie should have accepted her approach. Uh, If Ellie like actually teams up with Cassidy, I think she's in a much better place here. Doesn't have to rely on um, the, uh, the rest of, you know, her, her uh, tribe and all that. Um, And uh, granted it did fail. Uh, so, you know, we're seeing uh, Cassidy fail uh, socially for a second time because she failed with Ryan and Geo as well. Um, but I liked her approach watching it. So, uh, you know, I don't know if it's a her thing. I don't know why she didn't get along with Geo and Ryan. Um, but, uh, but either way, she should be in a pretty good place here, uh, with mm-hmm. I think both Carla and James probably being targeted over her considering Carla and James yep. probably look like a duo. Uh, and, and if, if they don't look like it, Ryan will probably at least, will probably tell people about it. Um, Mm -hmm. and I think that puts her in a pretty good place with a couple buffers in front of her and the ability to slide into, uh, I think most groups. Um, but, uh, you know, who knows? It's, uh, very up in the air. So it's again, a six. Yeah. It's hard because 
Cassidy and James, I think both are sixes, but for completely different reasons. Like yes. I said, James is like, like so good that he can't hide. But Cassidy is, I think, one of those types of players who is able to hide. I think Cassidy absolutely has win equity. But like we saw Erica and Marianne both kind of garner the same amount of respect that Cassidy currently has at this point in the game. Um, and honestly, I think that her inability to make really strong social moves is going to keep her safe over the next couple votes. Like this is a really dangerous place to be on Survivor if you're like a really good player. I think I think that you need to basically hide the fact that you're a good player until the final eight. And I think that Cassidy is in a spot to get there where I don't think that James necessarily is. Yeah. Uh, that leaves us with Carla, who I think is basically uh, just as, if not more capable than James uh, as a mm-hmm. player, but in a better position, probably because yep. her name uh, granted couldn't have been thrown out this week, but mm-hmm. seems less likely to be thrown out than James, especially since James's name has already been thrown out. It'll be easier to throw it out in the future. Uh, and she has an idol. Uh, mm-hmm. which is great. And apparently nobody knows about it yet, uh, mm-hmm. which was very interesting to me. Obviously, we saw that Cody's idol was revealed pretty quickly via the bead situation, but uh, it, it appears at least that the bead situation has not been made public knowledge to everyone yet. Um, mm-hmm. I I have to imagine it is soon and that her mm-hmm. idol is, is outed soon and that could put her in uh, a tricky position. But until that happens, uh, I, I think I have to credit her for, uh, keeping it under wraps for now. And, uh, I'm gonna give her a seven. Absolutely. I'm giving Carla an eight. I think that she is the most, she's shown she's one of the most capable players on the cast, both socially, you know, strategically and physically. Like, I mean, her hand, I was like, is her hand broken? And she held on and pulled herself up. Like, are you kidding me? Like, I literally was like, I feel like her hand is shattered. The way she was holding it, I was like, she broke her fingers. Mm -hmm. Um, But she crushed it in that competition. She is tough, man. She is so tough. And I think that she, the, the thing is, she's tough, but she doesn't come off. Like, she's not tough in a way where you don't feel like she's also cold. Like, she's incredibly warm. People are very drawn to her. Um, I think that she is definitely one of the front runners to win. And Mm -hmm. I think that the fact that she has James as sort of a shield for her, where I think that if you're looking to target Carla, but you don't want to go after Carla, you would go after James. I think that that's great for her. Um, And I think, yeah, I think that she is in a position right now to take it all. And I want to reward her for that. So I'm giving her an eight. There you go. All right, let's finally take a look at the Vessi tribe, the Red Tribe, uh, or former Red Tribe, I should say. Um, I feel like we did not get much from them in this episode uh, here. Um, You know, we got we got people talking about them more than anything else. That uh, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, Ellie was like, "I'm going to work with Red Tribe," and they were like, "Sure." And then James was like, "Hey, Red Tribe, Ellie sucks," and they were like, "Sure." Um, which I think is fine for them. It's, uh, they shouldn't mm-hmm. be doing anything other than that uh, at this point. Um, but I have no real reason to uh, <laughs> differentiate much between them. Um, mm-hmm. P, 
people know Cody has an idol. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not great. Uh, so I, I don't love that, but he also ha- has an idol. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that said, and I he think- has. I think Cody is like, especially these early immunity challenges where they're balance based and things like that. I think Cody has the best opportunity to win challenges like those. Like, I think that he's going to win at least one or two immunity challenges in the next couple episodes. Uh, because he's from Hawaii, bro. You're from Idaho. Like, calm down. <laughs> I just think like he. I think doesn't he surf and like I. I just feel like these types of like balancey challenges. Or and like holding something very still is something that Cody would be really good at. Maybe I'm totally off base, but I don't know. know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, I do think Cody, like James, his name was out there. I think his name will continue to be out there. Um, but he has an idol, unlike James, uh, which means he will probably be able to survive at least one round. Uh, which means for me still that Jesse is probably more likely in the line of fire there as his closest ally if people decide to target the you red think? tribe um i mean would they target noel or dwight first yeah, i mean it looks like in the preview that noel is going to be getting targeted well the previews are the previews for a sure reason. i just think but i think that jesse is the type of person who could make a better relationship like That's he fair. is the yin to cody's yang in terms of like if you're going after cody I think that Jesse is going to be able to do a decent job of distancing himself from Cody. And I think ingratiating himself with other people. I think Jesse maybe is one of, is one of the people in this merged tribe who's actually really going to be able to immediately sort of be like, okay, we're good red tribe. I'm going to go figure out who I can talk to and make some bonds. And I think that he's going to have the easiest time making allies with these new merged tribe mates. I think that Jesse is more capable than anybody on his tribe of, really being able to sort of get in there in terms of working with all types of people. I do agree. Jesse is the person I have the most faith in socially uh, mm-hmm. on that tribe. Um, it's just his position that I think he starts off in probably the worst position on the tribe because I think he comes in being probably seen as the closest to Cody, Cody having an idol that people know about, uh, that puts Jesse in a bad position. However, as you said, I also have faith in Jesse as a social player to be able mm-hmm. to potentially counteract that. Um, so in the end, for me, it kind of balances out. Um, Dwight, I think, is in a good spot as well, mm-hmm. although I barely saw anything from him uh, in this it's, episode. It's hard. I'm like, am I undervaluing Dwight? Cause he's young, you know, like I, I'm like, am I doing the same thing that the people on the Island are doing where like, I'm thinking that he maybe is not as capable as he is because everything I've seen from him is pretty good, honestly. And I, I, I don't really have a reason to think that he's not as capable socially uh, of socially maneuvering as well as Jesse or at, I think that Dwight probably is better at managing his, um, target risk, you know, that, and then Jesse is. So I, I'm sort of like in my head, I'm like, well, Dwight obviously is not as good as Jesse, but I'm like, I think maybe I'm doing what everybody else is doing to him and totally undervaluing him. Yeah. It's tricky. Uh, especially because we've seen so little of him. I think that's the, the primary cause of this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, it, it, here's the thing for me. Uh, I'm giving them all sixes. Really? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to give Cody and Noel six. I'm going to give Dwight and Jesse a seven. 
fair. I think that's very fair. And I think that um, I, I, I would say I do. I like in terms of how I see them as players, I do see Jesse and Dwight up there. Um, I think Noel also has uh, some some capability here. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, I've 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 been a little lower on Cody as a, as a social player or as a strategic player, I should say. Um, especially because of his sales tactics uh, on the steel thing. <laughs> I um, love Cody. Cody is a gabler. <laughs> like I, I'm, I'm for Cody. Give me more of Cody all the time. It's all. If I had just forty minutes of Cody, I would be happy. Well, there you go. Uh, but yeah, for me, they all kind of end up balancing out. Uh, but tell me why uh, you have the sevens. Well, also, I do want to talk about Noel here because I did the feedback show with Rob two weeks ago, maybe. And we had people calling in who were really down on Noel. Like they were really? like, she's a bad player. And I was like, what? Huh? Are we watching the same thing? Like Noel, I think, is incredibly capable. She showed us, she convinced everybody at that um, risk it to not risk their vote to just give her an advantage. Yeah. And then um, she didn't have to use it. Exactly. She is a complete badass at these challenges. Like, are you kidding me? That's amazing. Just like so amazing that I get emotional when I watch her. I think that she is down to game. She's got a really close ally in Dwight who is really good strategic. Like he can do strategic maneuvering that maybe she doesn't have as much of an eye for. Um, And I think that like, I think that she's a really capable, great player. I think that the issue is the same issue that perhaps James has, you know, where I just think people will look at her and be like, she's very good. We got to get rid of her, you know? Um, so I, that's why I have her and Cody at sixes. I just think that both Jesse and Dwight are better at managing their threat level and both good socially. That's my reasoning. There you go. All right. Well, we did it. Just like that. We did it. Good sometimes job, Karen. sometimes the stock watch ratings are uh are a roller coaster because you're like, oh man, there's still four people left. Wait a minute. All of them rated at once. You can't oh. do that. I can do whatever I want. It's my stock Taren watch. Ma- Taryn makes the rules, guys. Tweet him. Don't tweet me. Well, you can't tweet me. I don't have Twitter. <laughs> don't Instagram message me. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait until I start giving people 15s. That's when you'll really start getting. All over Whoa, the place. Taryn is loosey goosey here on Survivor. I'm Big Brother. He's like, yeah, I I can't go up to an eight because I care so much about the trajectory of their stock watch <laughs> rating and the percentage that their uh, stock went throughout the season. And here he's like, fifteens, fifteens all around. Look, fifteens a good number. Um, that's what we've got. Anything else you wanted to bring up, Meg? No, I feel like we've talked it all to death. Um, this was super fun. Always love chatting with you about anything social strategy. And yeah, that's really all I got. All right. Well, if people want to find you on Instagram so that they yes. can message you. Don't message me, please. Well, you can message me, but only nice things. I only accept <laughs> nice messages. Only um, nice messages. Only nice messages. That's it. That's like Kirsten will say that she'll only accept feedback on podcasts if it comes with a five-star rating. And I think that that's how I'm choosing to live my life. Um, but uh, so you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at MLMorgan underscore. I am covering the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City with Jacob Jones. We're doing uh, one podcast a month to sort of just do a wrap up of 
what's been going on with those ladies. So expect one of those sometime in the next week uh, to sort of end out October. And uh, yeah, I'm watching Survivor. I'm loving Amazing Race. I love the Amazing Race. Rooting hard for DX and Claire. Having a great time. That's what I did this morning before we got on was watch The Amazing Race. There you go. Well, if you want to watch The Amazing Race with me, you can do so on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Taryn Armstrong. I'm watching The Amazing Race and Survivor uh, as they air on Wednesday nights. Uh, I go you live. You skip out and, on Real Love Boat? Um, honestly, not not entirely. Uh, we <laughs> usually end up catching a bit of it. Um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, you, can, you can join me for that on Wednesday nights as they air. Uh, hang out in the chat and watch with a bunch of people. It's it's a good time. So uh, come and do that over on twitch.tv slash Taryn Armstrong um, and uh, lots of other stuff. You can find me on Twitter at Armstrong Taryn. Uh, we're finishing up the House of the Dragon coverage. Um, if you want to uh, listen to the, the book, club, book, book club podcast or uh, any of the sort of like wrap up podcasts that we may or may not be doing in the coming weeks. Uh, So check all that out over on Post Show Recaps and uh, you'll find everything else I do on the Twitter. So uh, thank you all so much for joining us here today and I will see all of you next time. Yeah, Taryn's back to give you deeds again. He's digging deep on Survivor to find you everything you need. So if your life is packed, let Taryn and his friends Break down the episode beyond what the casual sees. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.